Mike, there's nothing on the table. Bring them wine glasses and champagne. And she's <laughs> her tone, her tone Ms. was definitely Claudia, dictator like, <laughs> King Jong Un esque. He's a proper mind. Girl, I got a proper zooted this weekend. <laughs> Can I put you for a proper chat? Proper. Hey guys, welcome back to Proper. I'm your host, Alexis. And your co-host, Mike, coming at you live from the streets of Sweden. <laughs> We're taking it all the way back to the... To the um, welcome to Proper. <laughs> to the Welcome to Proper teaser that we released four episodes ago. Little callback. <laughs> How are we fucking? We didn't sing. What's our song of the day? Hi, yeah, yeah. That's actually for you, Ohez. <laughs> That's a tune that we created a few episodes we ago. We did. We are songwriters. <laughs> we do mention it sometimes. We are humble, though. We are self proclaimed songwriters and DJs and sound engineers, if you didn't know. Mm-hmm. Proper is more than just a Check podcast. The credits. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, go ahead and set that tone for me, girl. What do it feel like? cold mm. you know i don't think the weather's gonna change here at we all done um, damn. summer is done but i'm feeling motivated today i'm feeling energized i got my hair cut before that though mm. i was dead i didn't want to do shit but then i looked in the mirror when she cut my hair she did that clean ass fade i was like she looked good your new haircut oh. looked good i like this one it went a little bit shorter as well this time because i cut it myself on top so I did it a little bit Good. less. I know it, lo- mm-hmm. it looked like the shortness that I expected you to do the first time, which is funny mm-hmm. you bring up your hair because that brings me to a high, but I'm not going to say it yet. <laughs> I want my hair back in Just room. remember my this. Hat. No, go ahead. No, let me, <laughs> not go ahead. Let me, set my, let me set my tone. As if we're on the phone. For real. <laughs> <laughs> let me set my tone. Um, it's fucking muggy rainy out here apparently there's a hurricane that's gonna hit tampa not that that not that oh i I heard yeah but um, category three yeah but kylie's flying in this week so i'm hoping it doesn't affect her at all well my parents are flying on wednesday to egypt for my dad's 60th birthday which (gasps) they've been planning for over a year god your dad loves egypt i know girl i'm so excited He's a self-proclaimed Egyptianologist. No, he really is. You guys, uh, Mike's dad is an artist. No, he's literally an artist. And the pyramids that he's... (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) Wrong pipe? (coughs) Mike's dying. Little intermission, guys. I did chug on my water. Um... Go ahead. He is an artist. Describe he's, my dad again yeah, for, for, the, for the folks listening. He's literally an artist, and he does, like, sculpture art, so welding within metals, which is really, really mm-hmm. dope. All types of metals. and Leather also. Right, leather. One of my favorite mm-hmm. pieces from him is that pyramid that he has, and it's in a bronze. Mm. It's The detail on it is gorgeous it's, it's like ugh. made out of metal that he welded also wood made to look like metal literally i can't wait till we have all the stacks because i'm buying that piece from him whenever i make it that one has won a few awards actually i know it's literally my mm-hmm. favorite piece but anyway no it's so good back to my tone oh <laughs> it's monday think about my dad for i love him <laughs> i love that man he's a virgo king as well yeah, my tone, it's muggy, it's nasty, but ain't nothing gonna stop me on my birthday week. Mm. By the no, time you guys ma'am. listen to this, my birthday has already passed. It's crazy because last week we recorded 
before my birthday still and now it's still before my birthday we're just always recording <laughs> but it kind of feels like we're behind it does any day after tuesday is behind anyway that got nothing to do with y'all um get fucking low <laughs> proper low every week we get properly low for you guys and you have the chance of getting properly low with us every sunday on instagram yeah and there's actually i'd be forgetting to fucking put the polls up but y'all could just nobody gonna check us yeah nobody gonna check us <laughs> but there's no right or wrong answer it's like literally the first thing you think of what is a significant low that maybe you learned something from and what's a significant mm. high just a small win a small like chipper in your fucking week you know something you feel proud of right so get fucking low for us so for me something that really lowered my week mm. we, I, we hit a low <laughs> so, <laughs> Unless it's so I've been, sorry. <laughs> she always got a dirty ass mind. Ah, uh, it's insane. It's insane. some people just don't grow up. She be in the gutter girl. She a gutter girl. <laughs> I'm a gutter girl. Yeah. Someone has passed and she did not get dicked down yet. Come on. I literally broke my celibacy for no reason because now I've, I'm celibate again. If you guys were curious, it didn't continue. Anyway. Involuntarily. Involuntary girl. Now I'm mad. Go ahead. Why would you remind me of my low? <laughs> now, I didn't have a low. You know what? I didn't have a low. That's my low. <laughs> you know, I'm here to inspire. I don't dress to impress. I dress to depress. She, oh. <laughs> <laughs> now we love a one line. That's going on a t-shirt. <laughs> As it should. <laughs> Get fucking low. Back to the low. Yeah, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I'm back to working like crazy hours. Like I'm working crazy hours as in 40 hours a week. Yeah, but it's a like within more. fucking three days, which is insane. Yeah, so last week I had two days where I worked 29 hours within those days. Mm. Um, but we had one shift that was super, super busy, like a dinner shift. And I was a little bit nervous. I was scared that it was going to go wrong. Mm -hmm. Which at the beginning it was going really really good. I was like, <laughs> it did. But <laughs> let me do a little preface. <laughs> let me shine my light first. Mm -hmm. So I was like strutting down the fucking aisles at work, like getting my shit mm. done, presenting the foods perfectly, the wines perfectly. Yes, and then I got a little too cocky. I started talking to the tables a little too long, you know, mm. chit chatting. And I left my section, you know, unattended. Mm. And my manager comes up to me. Mm. She was like, Mike, it's table 45 ready for the dessert. To which I say, yes, Claudia, the table <laughs> is ready and well, prepped. Well, of course. <laughs> Knowing damn well, I don't know what that table looks like. Could have been on their first course, could have been on their 10th. Don't <laughs> fucking know. Mind you, for the new heads here, Mike works at like a fine dining Michelin star chef restaurant. It's not Michelin star, but it's like a part of the chain of Michelin star restaurants. Exactly. So very much fine dining. And with that, yeah, we have to present the food. So it's a lot of uh, micromanaging everything that's happening. Right. So Claudia <laughs> goes to the table. There's no silverware. There's no wine, which they had the wine pairing. It's fucking busy, first of all. Like, you're moving at a pace where you can't think. You have to only go on instinct. Uh -huh. Claudia, Claudia goes up to me. She's like, Mike, there's nothing on the table. Bring them wine glasses and champagne. And she's, her tone, her tone Ms. was definitely dictator-like. <laughs> Kim Jong-un-esque, if you will. That's a reach. Miss Claudia. Miss Claudia, though. Miss Claudia, ma'am. She's not even no man. She's like three years older than me. Anyway. Miss <laughs> Claudia said, Mike, what the fuck is this? Yeah, she was like, Mike, get them the wine and the glasses. And I'm looking around like, what is she talking about? My brain's not working, girl. 
She's like, the wine and the glasses. And I'm grabbing spoons. She's spoons. like, the glasses. Mike, get the glasses. And I'm like, girl, finally, I come to, I grab the glasses. I bring it to the table. Oh, my God. Mike so she goes over there. Breathing. Can you imagine oh your God. big bobblehead ass just breathing? <laughs> I'd be. Girl, I'm looking left, bro, right, wherever I, to find anything. The way to find I the would answer. throw that glass at your face, I would be so upset if I saw you grab spoons. I'd be well, like, girl, girl, what is this? Can't she, could you not see that I'm confused myself? Like I don't know what's happening. <laughs> She's like, it's like I'm in with a war or something. <laughs> And she goes up to the table and she gives like the dessert. I present it. And then she comes back. She's like, you gave them the wrong wine. Oh <laughs> I was like, God, I know. Like... I'm sorry. I wasn't thinking. <laughs> Just starts crying right there. And then another thing that happened earlier that shift was like, we first started the dinner and we had only, I think it was four tables mm-hmm. that came in. But with those tables, we have to get them in and out on their time period or else the next table that's coming in won't be able to sit down right. because the yeah. table's booked. Mm-hmm. So one coworker fired the food, which means like you tell the kitchen they're ready for their food. So they start cooking it. Mm-hmm. And usually we do that before they're finished because we expect them to be done in the table prep before the food's done. Right. And she did it too early. And so the chefs got pissed because they brought the food mm-hmm. and they realized like they're not done. Mm. And so she got in trouble and I was like, mm, you should have known. Next course, I'm like, okay, they got. It two happened to of you bread. as you fucking should, bitch. Girl, as I not you fucking spoiling. Well, you fucking <laughs> take it too long with this low. I'm gonna tell you right now. <laughs> they had. Two, they had You've two had enough bread. lows. <laughs> <laughs> Your lows have run down. It's time for me to talk. <laughs> this was a core memory. <laughs> I think I'm trying to save it for the people. <laughs> Okay, I'll speed it up. They had two pieces of bread, and I was like, I'm going to fire this food. They have bound to be done. Mm. Like, they got to be. They no way. This motherfucking bitch was scraping the sauce with the with the knife, with uh-huh. the fork, she like, taking her motherfuckers. I don't give a damn, bitch. The chefs come out with the food, and I was like, I asked the when they were coming, I was like, oh, is that for table six? And they were like, yeah. And I was like, fuck. I went to, the, I, like, turned the fuck. corner, and I was like, I can't look at this. <laughs> Ma'am, can you hurry up and eat your motherfucking bread, bitch? No, literally. I was looking at her like, please, 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 please. Anyways, the kitchen got mad at me, and I was like, I'm so sorry, y'all. And he was like, there's no fucking excuse. <laughs> Not fucking, but he was like, there's no but excuse. But the, the chefs be chefing. Yes, chef. Head off. Oh, no. the sh- Yeah, they do say yes, yeah, chef, a lot. It's yeah. like uh, the bear. That Yeah, I was just going to say, kitchen. that's what everybody is, like, making it their fucking caption now. Like, the bear didn't come out years ago anyway i biz said the bear if you are new to proper you know that our fucking proper recommendations that we have every week are literally like trailblazers of holy grail holy grail like i've been said bear long time ago anyway but i'm gonna cut you off right there the bear is actually kind of slow and boring yes for the people that yes, are yes yes it is. <laughs> but the first season is pretty good and we're fans of lip gallagher so let me get properly low for y'all because Mike been fucking talking. And honestly, I'm going to make it short and sweet because... How about you let me talk for once? That's crazy because how many <laughs> times did you fucking cut me off last week? Mike's, <laughs> me and Mike are switching fucking roles. He wants to be the fucking... He wants to be like... I want to be the host. Yeah, he wants to be the host and now I'm the co-host. Anyways, y'all know better. You guys. Hello. Um, <clears throat> I actually didn't write a low down because I had so many fucking lows and then I just got low <laughs> thinking about all my lows. Out of sight, out of mind. We're just going to make the low what I said earlier, which is that I'm back to being celibate. So hopefully I get 
something nice for my birthday. <laughs> like, um, I hope you're not talking to me because you got to wait for my tax refund money to officially make it into my No, bank I was account. talking about oh, okay. um, <coughs> dick in my mouth, which that brings me to our partner, our proper partner. Do you know who I'm talking <gasps> about? Is it the chomps? It is the chomps, the grass-fed, oh 100% organic meat sticks, Packed with protein. <gasps> no sugar as well, right? No sugar. If you're looking for a proper snack that you can have every single day and it fits in every single purse, every bag mm. for the men, it fits in your fat ass wallets. And your <laughs> That's so fucking true, bitch. <laughs> it literally fits anywhere and everywhere in your mouth, in your wallet, in your purse. You guys. In your pussy if you want. <laughs> We do not endorse it. We that. don't judge. We don't judge, but we also don't endorse it. Um, mm-hmm. But do as you please with your meat stick. It's, like I said, 100% organic, so it's safe. <laughs> um, it some, is safe. On some real realness, you can use code PROPER at checkout. They have so many different flavors, and they really are so good. I've been a fan with of them for years now, and I'm so mm. happy about this partnership. It's so aligned with us, so go ahead and head to chomps.com and use code PROPER. Skip the Snickers and get a meat stick. Yeah. Okay, so let's get our proper wrecks out. Girl, we're on the proper highs. We sure are. <laughs> <laughs> Not me feeling fucking low. Oh, she's so done with the low. She's I'm skipping a, over. Yeah. <laughs> I'm skipping. I said fuck a high. I got a, I got a funny high, though, but let me fucking take a hit properly. Take a hit when she's up. <laughs> I think you cut off from the hits, mama. You think so? I think I'm okay. <laughs> I'll lead the show today. Go ahead. Am I going to be the host so bad? Like, I'll take it any opportunity. Right. You want to be me? I know. I know. So for my high, <laughs> the usual stuff. I went to a rave, which <laughs> was my high. The week. We fucking knew. But I'm excited <laughs> to hear about this. So I went to this rave on Friday, and my expectation of this place was the music's going to be good. The people, not too sure. The location, not too sure. But the music's for sure going to be good. Mm-hmm. Expectations turned on its head. Location <sighs> was love. so amazing. I it was love. a building that was, the entrance is outside of this, like, mountain not mountain, hmm. but like hill? rock. Okay. Yeah, I guess a hill made out of rock. Okay. How, how would you a call big old that? rock, girl. Big, A big rock. So you go into the building and the whole interior, like the walls are made of rock. So it looks like you're in a cave. Oh, I was like canyon vibes. Yeah, exactly. Slay. And location was super cool. Music, garbage. Um, <laughs> but I got there and this was a gay kink fetish rave. Oh, fun. Have you gone to something like this before? Like I have, I think unknowingly, because this one wasn't too wild. Like there wasn't people fucking on the dance floor, which you could see at some of these like kink events. Okay. But I didn't go in the dark room uh, because it was a little too dark in there. I was like, bitch, how the fuck am I supposed to see? Can I ask, how do you get into knowing when these events are? Like, are you guys part of group chats? Is there... Like, how do you know? Is there Facebook pages? Yeah. For events like this, there's usually Facebook groups that are private and you have to join and then you register as a member and then you're included onto like an email list. For the people that are interested in getting into rave culture, would you just type Mm -hmm. in like your city and then rave like on Facebook? Yeah, you could do that. There's some that I'm a part of that are like called Stockholm Rave Community or okay, nice. uh, That's good Techno to know. Lovers or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like it's all different varieties and then people post rave links on there. Okay. So now you know. Mm-hmm. The more you know. Bringing it back, this was a gay event so there was a lot of gay men there. Mm. 
And there was a lot of fine men there. Yes, ma'am. Mm. And so I was like, you know what? I'm going to take the opportunity to push my boundaries and really like... Finally get an STD. <laughs> you know, I was almost, I was almost she on was the She was open and willing. I was so close to going to the dark room, but I was like, you know what? I don't want to get a fucking STD today. Do you today. take condoms with you normally? No, because I usually don't hook up. Mm. Like it's not in my... Uh, She's celibate. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's not in my uh, thought process. Mm-hmm. But there was this Asian man there, girl. Oh, my God. This guy was so fine. I was like, mm. you know what? I'm going to bring myself to go and talk to him. I went up to talk to this man. Mm-hmm. Conversation was fucking bland. Of course. But I did push myself to get to that point. And I got his Instagram. I got his contact. Slay. And then I kept that ball going. And I kept talking to other people and other people. And mm-hmm. I was getting hit on the whole night as yeah. well. And I saw this guy. And I was like, I'm going to make this look super confident and tell him that he's hot and leave the ball in his court. So Slay. I was walking from the bathroom. And I saw him. And this was another another guy that was like he was muscular, like really attractive, mm-hmm. had like round glasses, like kind of like nerdy cute. N- yeah, nerdy cute exactly. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, you're fine. And then I walked away, and he was like, thank you, blah blah blah. Comes the end of the rave, he comes mm. up to me. I don't know how it got to this point, but we just started making out. Yes, ma'am. Uh, <laughs> I don't know how we got there, but we did. <laughs> we like... were on like the side of the dance floor, like he had his legs around me. Uh, <gasps> legs around like, me? You was holding on to daddy like that? He was laying down, and I was like on top of him. And we on the floor? <laughs> It's like a sitting place that's like longer than a bench. I don't know how to explain. Like a little bit like a platform. So y'all was hunching. Basically, and I was like uh, licking his neck, kissing his neck. I love a dry hunch moment. And then we was talking more and more. Come to find out, Hmm. he won second place on MasterChef Sweden. How cool is he? (laughs) Not you fucking meeting people in the industry, girl. Go ahead. Yes, chef. Yes, chef. Ooh, girl. <laughs> Speaking of celebrities, there was also another sighting of a celeb- celebrity in quotes mm-hmm. of somebody that's on Love at First Sight Sweden. Slay, who? Girl, I don't know. Um, they don't girl, even I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, but <laughs> I went up to her and I was better. like, because my friend was like, I think that's the guy from Love at First Sight. And I, everybody knows I don't watch fucking So there was shows. like mad people at this motherfucking function, yeah. bitch. Yeah, a lot of celebrity sightings. Yeah. And How was the makeout? Was it good, though? It was really good. Ooh, um, <laughs> he was telling me that I'm a good kisser, too. And I was like, I know. But it got me, like, so hyped up. I was like, damn, bitch. I felt like... A brand new fucking bitch. Yeah. I felt so confident. I still feel it. Mm-hmm. And I pushed myself to ask the first guy. Oh, speaking of the mm-hmm. first guy, uh, when I added him on Instagram, he's a model. That's why he's so fine. Exactly. Another famous person. Another, in, just an industry creative, you know? Mm-hmm. And I pushed myself to ask them both on dates. <gasps> even though I had the, this, like, huge fear that... Of rejection. I don't know, rejection and, like, that I could see them again. And then maybe they might tell somebody and, like, make fun of me, which is linked to rejections. Like, right, just rejection in general. Which does bring us to the topic of the week, so stay tuned for exactly. that. Exactly. If I do get rejected, like, who cares? I shot my shot. Right. Whatever they got to say. Like, literally. Mm -hmm. And so, whatever. And now I'm just waiting on the responses. Okay, Slay. Uh, You guys, everybody, fingers crossed for mine. And hopefully the one that won MasterChef isn't listening, but I really want to get to know him because I want to (laughs) know. Not this feeling like a fucking, like, like you get (laughs) I don't want to, like, I'm trying not to get my hopes high. I feel like you're on Love Island. Love Island, Sweden. (laughs) 
<laughs> it does. It does sound so much like it. You are going to cringe so hard when you edit this, but I'm so excited. I know. So I really funny. don't want to say it. No. I really don't want to say this because I have a fear of somebody hearing now. it. No, you can stop yourself now. <laughs> no, but I want to say it. I don't want to say it, but I, I don't want it to be on the internet, but I want to say it. Um, Master Chef, if you're listening. <laughs> no, because I, I want to know. I'm like really interested in food and like that whole industry. So I want to know how he went from like being a kid that liked food to right. becoming somebody that won Master Now you being all soft, girl. Place. Don't nobody give up. <laughs> well, I think it's interesting. I, like I want to find out about his life story. Cute. Well, hopefully you're able to. But if if it's a no, it's not rejection. It got nothing to do with you. But hopefully yeah, the exactly. stars are aligned that mm-hmm. he's for it. Anyways, so my proper high is short sweet simple it's just something that i quickly wrote <laughs> down um well i guess my high okay i got a haircut kind of insignificant <laughs> it's pretty <laughs> insignificant i got a haircut and it's you know when you just get a good haircut like we both you know we we got some good mm-hmm. haircuts but the bob is bobbing the bob is bobbing girl yes ma'am you finna take it off on camera like that i'll show thee yeah and i put it right back on anyway oh um, yeah <laughs> The ad libs are crazy in this moment right now. Um, But y'all know what I do whenever I'm sad, and that's take a walk and listen Mm -hmm. to proper. So that's what I was doing at the park. And I go and take a walk very often, a few times a day, because I'm a sad girl. Mm -hmm. And the one of the park ranger men, it's not a park ranger, but, you know, the parks are uh, managed by people. Security? No, just like... They manage the grounds. They just New York City parks are like parks and rec. Like they oh, like, care okay. about the parks. Mm-hmm. And this man, we always like exchange hellos and whatever. And he was like, oh. "I see that chop. I see your new hair." And I was like, <laughs> and it made me think. <laughs> when I wrote down, I said, "Not the park man noticing my hair, but your your coworkers <laughs> don't even notice your hair." <laughs> Bitch. The, the only person that noticed that I cut my hair. Besides the people that I hang out with every day that I told that I'm shaving my head, uh-huh. was this guy that I've seen three times in my whole life. Well, side note, to reference back, for if you're listening, you know, just today or whatever, I haven't listened to this episode, but one of Mike's lows, I think, last week or the week before was that nobody noticed yeah, his before. fucking haircut. And Bitch. this man, the park man, noticed my haircut. And I always have my hair short. Like, I just got, like, my normal trim. But he was like, mm-hmm. I see you. You look so good. He's like, you right. I was like, you are so sweet. That would have made me feel so good. I bitch. did. I love smiling, girl. I was like, I'm finna walk for a whole nother hour now. Come on, like, Speaking of proper making me feel good, I had a really terrible day. I think it was Friday, actually. Mm-hmm. And I started editing the podcast. And I was like, damn, this is really bringing up my fucking mood. Not so, you bringing up your own mood. No, literally, bitch, She's I was laughing powerful. at my own jokes. She's powerful. Mm. Ooh, yeah. Claim this energy right now. <laughs> we are on one. <laughs> Real quick, though, are you feeling the motherfucking Mercury in retrograde? Because I have. My technology? Shit. Girl, I'm still not a believer of that. I sure enough it. It's kind of crazy, but I am a Virgo on Virgo on Virgo. So maybe it's a porque. But that shit is affecting me. Nobody is communicating effectively with me. I'm not a cu- communicating effectively with anybody. I'm getting annoyed with everybody. My fucking birthday is annoying. Girl, when is the end of this? 
Mercury being in retrograde, I think Mm -hmm. um, mid-September. Because you told me not to have big conversations, and now I'm thinking maybe I shouldn't have asked these guys on dates. No, that's okay. That's okay. That's okay. That's okay. (laughs) Girl, you better hype me up. Girl, no. (laughs) Never. There's never a wrong time. Never that. There's never a wrong time to, like, be a baddie and approach somebody. Because I'm bad like a Barbie. (laughs) (laughs) Speaking of seamless pussies. Connect the fours, connect the dots. A to B. What is she talking about? What could she possibly have in her brain? To another proper partner of the week, which is TSL Collection. Team Self Love. You guys, you can use code PROPER at checkout. They have the best leggings, athletic wear, lounge wear. Mm. I am wearing it right now. I wear it all the time. Seamless pussy. 110%. Nobody can see them lips. <laughs> I actually, like, if you're looking for proper gym wear, my baddies, my thickies, even my mm-hmm. skinnies, and, like, I'm on the free balling at the gym Can you wave. say that if you're a girl? <clears throat> How do you say it? Free, 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 free lipping? Free, free clitting. I'm free clitting. Well, my clit don't be hanging out like that because I got a fat... <laughs> Blobby pussy. <laughs> I got hide a meaty. I got a meaty. <laughs> so, um, oh, hide your lips, hide up. your wives with TSL collection. <laughs> and TSL is also unisex. So, if you want to look like Ken. <laughs> yeah, it's super inclusive. Go ahead and head to tslcollection.com and use code PROPER at checkout. Mm-hmm. I know I did. <laughs> You guys, we are so funny with these ads. Eventually, they're going to have control over what we have to say. Which I don't want to get to that I, day. I, I want to get to that day because that means we fucking made it. But maybe we'll be able to tell them like beforehand, like, we're really funny. <laughs> we just say out-of-pocket things. Like, we're not actually proper. Like, proper means improper for proper. But I think at some point, we're going to be at a level where we can negotiate with them and be like, no, we want our own script. Yes. I think that's exactly where we should be. So you can help us by making sure we fucking have this leeway in the future by shopping all of our codes. They're always going to be code proper unless we say otherwise. And they're linked in our bio. They're linked in this description. They're linked everywhere. So after this episode, make sure you look at the description, read it a little bit, see what the episode was about, mm-hmm. and check out the links. And leave us a fucking review. We did make it, make exactly. it to 50 reviews on Spotify. So congr- let's congratulate that, girl. Thank you. Club. Thank you, proper putas. <laughs> um, I have a quick little story time. Oh, before the Rex, we got a little story for you. Yes, ma'am. What happened with you, girl? So it's with one of my besties and it's a quick little story. Okay. <laughs> she's, she's like at a wave where I was of not having respect for men. And mm-hmm. she was a very much a relationship host. So she's been in multiple relationships. We've been on the same path of our respect for men, but we treated it differently. Hers was through monogamy and mine was through the opposite. Anyway, mm-hmm. she's dating around right now or like kind of not. Whatever. And how old is she? She's our age. So she's going through her first hoe phase. No. Kind of. no. Oh, okay. Mm-mm. She's always. Mm-hmm. No, I mean, <laughs> she always been a hoe. It, she been there. <laughs> 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 Never mind. 
I know exactly who this person is. I know the type of bitch she, she is. She is the hoe that I aspire to be on a daily basis. Yeah, honestly. But I'm also the saint that she aspires to be on a daily basis. So this is literally my best friend. Love her to pieces. Um, so she decided to date outside of her type, which is white men. Mm. And if you know anything about me, you know that I've attempted the whole white thing for a second as well. And you that did, was when you moved to Austin. I did. Well, no, I didn't. Why does everybody think that? No, I actually didn't date white men in Austin. Well, because Austin's filled with hipsters. So you that's know what what I, I did assume. date one white dude in Austin, forgot about him. And he got mm. salty, too, and almost blocked me. But no, here, remember the muncher. He yeah. was white. That was the only white man that I dated here. Anyway, so she started dating this white dude. And she was like, oh, my God, like, he's kind of funny. Liked him, blah, blah, blah. Oh, but is he similar to the type no. that she used to date? Mm-hmm. Oh, so he's like like a Caucasian. Fire. Caucasian. Caucasian. Okay, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, she got a big cock. <laughs> he was serving. Apparently, he was Ooh. serving. Mm-hmm. He was, okay. The pipe was laid, girl. The pipe was laid. We, we love that. And so... Yeah, they was getting along, rada di rada, and then mm-hmm. something happened that he just like started tripping, which is what they always do. I feel like men just get—I don't want to generalize, but there's this pattern that men do, which is through projection. And anyway, he got butt hurt about something. They were supposed to go on a date, mm-hmm. and like they were gonna go, but like I'm not gonna tell y'all what it is yet on what pissed him off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I'm curious. I, I know, but I want to tell you what he did. So basically, he blocked her everywhere. Phone number, oh. everywhere. Even on Facebook, and they didn't even have each other on Facebook. So Instagram, <laughs> girl, <laughs> the way white men are, the way motherfucking Muncher blocked all of my businesses on Instagram, <laughs> along with girl. me, for the fourth time. But but how long were they seeing each other before this happened? Um, I would say they were active, like, they were, like, heavily seeing each other for maybe, like, a month or two. Okay, so that's a good amount of time. Yeah, and, like, every day texting, like, dating, you know? Okay, yeah, so they were, like, into each other. Yeah, they were into each other. So he did all of that, and so she was upset, so she, (laughs) she... She downloaded what? one of those apps um, with the separate phone number to text him and be like, you fucking Oh my gosh, she, not crazy me and crazy. No, literally. <laughs> and I was like, you have every right, girl. I'm the same fucking way. Or can be anyway. Sometimes I'm able to talk myself out of it now because I'm like, I really don't give a fuck. They finna unblock me anyway. I always get unblocked. Um, so she got so much experience with it. I have too much experience <laughs> with it. Like I was like, girl, I've been there. As soon as she even sent me a text, I was like, I know she, he fucking blocked her. I was waiting I for I know it. what to do. I already knew he blocked her. So what happened, girl? So he texted her back. Something bullshit. I think she responded and then deleted the app. But did she say it was her texting him or she you know, said... Yeah, no, it was definitely like... Okay. Yeah, he was like, you... Yeah, she was like, you're a fucking coward or whatever it is that she said. Oh, she um, came for the neck. She came for the neck. <laughs> Mind you, I think like that week... Her and I were trying to decipher his living situation. You know when a guy is like, you're trying to figure out like, do you have a home or do you like live with a family member? Like, what's your situation? Like, he kept coming to her and things like that. Yeah. But and he never talked about it. And he never talked about it. So she finally found out that he was living with his brother. So he was homeless. Fucking bum. 
fucking grown ass bum. 33. No, hold we're talking about him like this because we can because he treated her like shit. I really don't give a fuck. He's not a bum. But hold on. How, if you live but at, just because he lives with his that You're brother, not a bum. No, you're not a bum if you live with your brother. He's a bum because he's a pussy and blocked her on everything. So I'm just coming for his neck right now in this moment. But if you are listening and, listen, and live at home as an with adult your with your brother or whatever to save money, that is fine, babe. As long as you're like a good human being, which if you listen to proper, you are. Anyway, as long as you don't live with your parents after the age of 26, you know what? If you were the person to get married at 21 and then now you're divorced and you don't know what to do and you have to move back in with your parents, that's okay. It's okay. You know what? There's situations. There's situations. I'm not going to judge There's nobody. But I'm judging <laughs> this motherfucker because he'll pussy <laughs> yeah, at little boy. He'll pussy at little boy. He'll forget the hands. So Girl, I'm at the edge of my seat. Exactly. Get yeah. So come to find out. So she downloads the fucking app again to see what he's responded like a few days later. Because we uh-huh. were like, we had no idea still why she got blocked. She was like, you know, us girls, we'd be trying to figure it out. Like, why? Also, it happened randomly. Like, she so just random. woke they up were go- out of the blue. They yeah. were supposed to go on a date. So they were supposed to go uh-huh. on a date. Okay. And she's like, I don't know what happened. Like, I texted him. And then it didn't go through right before the date. Blah, blah, blah. Come to find Whoa. out, he blocked her because she didn't text him good morning. A moment of silence for a this dumbass bitch. Exactly. <laughs> not her. Yeah, <laughs> not her. For that pussy ass little boy. That the bum. What? Mike. Girl, that's such he a literally, that's a female trait. Mike. <laughs> the way and I want anybody who has an opinion, if you have an opinion, please chime in. But this goes into why are th- this generation of men wanting to be chased? Cause she didn't text you good morning? Mind you, she's a guardian of her crackheaded sister's daughter. So this is like a new thing. Like she's her time mm. is very valuable and yeah. she like provides for a whole fucking kid that's not hers. Like she's a fucking baddie. Mm-hmm. And so the fact that this man is mad that she didn't text him good morning. That's <laughs> is so insane. extra. It's so extra. And I'm not saying every that's- man is like this, but I'm hearing a lot of stories of men wanting to be chased that's a common topic right now Mm -hmm. and it's it's insane how a man could physically text that (laughs) i just i'm so confused how you can be dating somebody for let's say a month and a half to two months and just block them on everything because you didn't get a good morning text how easily is your ego hurt so bad and it's because he's a bum because he lives at his brother's house. No, literally. He's insecure he's about all the things and he's projecting. Exactly. He projected every inch of that. Every inch of that. Mm. He got scared and was like, I'm going to reject her before she rejects me, which is projection, which yep. we're going to get into. But that's exactly what the fuck happened. But I want to hear what you have to say, the, you know, the listeners. The three-way call we're on The right three-way now. call we're on right now. Please <laughs> DM us and let us know your thoughts. Like, would you block for that? How do you feel about a me, man blocking for that? I would I, never. I would never. I would <laughs> have know. a temper tantrum. <laughs> Girl. Don't we know it? Know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> that comes back to taking everything personal. That comes back to being rejection. Um... But yeah, that's my little story Ooh. time, girl. So. Girl, I'd be mad as hell if I was her. Mad as hell if I was. Fuck? She was. Oh my god, forgot to say it. She sends me a screenshot literally yesterday. He texts her, mm-hmm. "Good morning." Fuck so off. he unblocked her. <laughs> she literally responded, "Are you on crack?" <laughs> 
He unblocked her on everything and said good morning. No, that's a huge red flag. She, no, she hates men right now, so she's definitely not taking him back. She's not as forgiving as I am right now. Yeah, I wouldn't either, bitch. What? Yeah, no, for that, I wouldn't. Like, what? I didn't text you back good morning. Imagine how he would act later on in the relationship if it was to get to that point. Yeah, like, if you have a dog together and you show the fucking dog more attention than you show him, he's gonna literally bang on the floor and probably throw his salad and hide in a corner because he's upset. Fucking pussy. Oh, my God. Anyways. Anyways. <laughs> Proper Rex. Moving on we... to the Rex. Yes. Yeah. For me, I guess I'm back on my bad girly, girly pops that fight people <laughs> in great ways. I love when you say girly pops like it. <laughs> <laughs> so I was going on HBO Max, Bottle Girlies, mm. and I was watching Lucy from 2014. Mm-hmm. And a little synopsis on the movie it's about an American student who's living in Korea and she mm-hmm. is unknowingly involved or she gets unknowingly involved in a drug trafficking ring. Things go wrong in ways more than one. Wow. And Lucy is left to pick up the pieces Miss of Lucy her life girl. that are left. This is starring Scarlett Johansson. Love. And it's an action thriller. Have you seen this? I think I have actually. Girl. Scarlett Johansson is the nicest chest I've ever seen in my life. She does, honestly. It's kind of insane. That was the first time I was like, I kind of, I kind of like titty. <laughs> it was that movie. Your gay where awakening. <laughs> you guys. Was it the movie with the clones? No, it was the movie with um, actor's name that with Lady Gaga that did the movie. Oh, Bradley Cooper. Yep. That everybody no. was in it. I think Ben Affleck was in it. Everybody was in it, and he cheated on his wife with her. No, girl. Mm. Where have I been? I don't know. It's a significant movie. Anyway. But this movie, Lucy, talks about like expanding the brain process from what I think it was like 10% to 100, which is complete yes. bullshit. The, mm-hmm. the brain already operates at 100%. That's just a myth. Um, do your own research on yeah, that. Yeah, go ahead and fucking read Girl, something. Read a book, I read bitch. A, I read an actual clinical paper about that. So come for me. Mike has his master's degree. If you was, if <laughs> I you do. Was, if you was wondering. For those that don't know, a master's in epidemiology, the study of human disease. Yeah. Regardless, the movie I would recommend because it had great pacing and they explain everything throughout the whole movie. Mm-hmm. Um, so it keeps you like really engaged and not really left out in the blue, which mm-hmm. I really like. Um, and it really just got me thinking like... Even though it's bullshit, like, the concept they're trying to show. Yeah. I was thinking, like, I wonder how humans are going to look when we truly, like, evolve after millions of years. Like, Girl, we're finna burn a death. We're not finna make it there. <laughs> Hypothetically. <laughs> this is a hypothetical. We're finna be lucky if there's a generation after this, girl. To be honest. So spend your money, y'all. Spend, spend your, your money. money now. Spend your get money. Get the loans. Get, get at, the car. Right. Get the man. Get the, get the woman. Get the it, they, she, he, it. The she, it. Yeah. You need. Whatever you, the it, the Megans. Yeah. Ooh, Anyways, let me get. Sex dolls. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> Shout out to the sex dogs. <laughs> the sex dogs. Trigger warning. That's <laughs> For those that are into that, leave the pod. You're not welcome. You're not welcome. Sorry. That's a fetish we do not. Mm-mm. We judge that one. We judge the fuck out of that. If you fucking know, yeah. go, go ahead and do that and leave this pod right now. Anyway. But girl, watch the movie Lucy. Yes, <clears> I recommend it to you, actually. I have a movie for you, actually. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> we chose for each other. Uh, yes, ma'am. It's called Vengeance. Mm-hmm. And it's... Vengeance. I watched it on Amazon, if I'm not mistaken. I was like, you know what? Like, I'm tired of 
shout out to my friend who gave me her Netflix. I'm back on Netflix. But um, I was tired of Netflix and Hulu's options. So I was like, let me fucking go back to Amazon. I forgot I had Amazon. Girl, uh, speaking of Amazon, I mm. absolutely hate their fucking user interface. It's so ugly. So I never go on that fucking app. You're Absolutely fucking crazy. Never. It's also because you've lived in Sweden and it wasn't there, so you're just a hater. But mm. for my unhaters, you can shop my Amazon storefront. It is linked in the description. You're welcome. Uh, I'm at Amazon Prime's video selection user interface, not uh, their website. No, it is ass. But I think there we go. so is um, Hulu's <laughs> because it doesn't go around the way Netflix does. You have to go all the way back. So is Disney Plus's because they have no trailers on their fucking yep. previews. Anyway. Anyways. So my proper rec is Vengeance, and it's written, directed, and created, and also Ooh. acted by B.J. Novak, Mindy Kaling's baby daddy. That's a oh, okay. that's a myth. I don't know if that. Yeah, B.J. Novak. It's <laughs> um, a myth. It's a, a myth. I love Mindy Kaling, but it has like an eighty-one on Rotten Tomatoes, I believe. Oh, so it's pretty okay, good. That's good. It's yeah. like drama comedy. And mm. it's basically, I'm trying to find a way to describe it. Let me see if I should read something on it so that, because I don't want to spoil it, but Issa Rae is in it. And oh. um, last week I recommended Insecure. So I'm like on an Issa Rae binge. Yeah. Is this new? It is from 2022. So it's okay. a year old. Um, the, the way they describe it in one sentence on Google is a journalist and podcaster travels from New York City to Texas to investigate the death of a woman whom he hooked up with, which is very much a broad statement. But the messages yeah. behind it, the filmography, the humor behind it is so good. And there's certain points that stuck with mm. me. So a that it's in Texas. You all know, I lived in Texas. And it's the very countryside of Texas. And they show points of how Texas is a cult. And I've always said that. Like, Texas is the yeah, only yeah. state that has to learn its state history, like, through K through 12. What? Yeah, like, Texas history is a class that you have to learn, pass, and graduate. I've been saying every state in America is, like, a separate country. That's how no, I describe Texas it to people. No, Texas is definitely like that. But yeah. talking about, like, in, like, how they are about Whataburger and, like, their whole culty vibe and stuff. But, that is... Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. But also... So, but it, and that wasn't even a main point. That was just a point that I really like. Like, if you're into just like getting a lot of messages from film. Yeah. But another one was how the family, like a small grown family, but like one of the sisters was like really pretty and wanted to be famous. And another mm -hmm. sister. So it was very much like it showed the realism of how there's so much uniqueness throughout the world. And mm. in small cities like that, like you just think they're just fucking hicks when in reality, yeah. like they're with the times, they're with the culture and they love fame or like they want to be a public figure or whatever the case is. Mm. And like, is it a wholesome message that the movie shows? Because it is about a murder. It is about a murder <laughs> and it's wholesome and there's like there's switches and uh -huh. he, he makes a podcast about it, which I like because it has like a podcast feature vibe into it as well. Yeah. And Issa is his manager. So she's like the engineer listening to the podcast things that he sends over. And like the concept mm. of the podcast is really dope, but it wasn't a murder and then it was a murder. Anyway, y'all have to watch it. It's really good. So there's a lot of twists and turns. There's twists and turns, but it's not like a thriller. It's definitely more drama comedy. If you know anything about BJ Novak, I mean, he was in um, The Office. So it's like dry drama comedy humor. Oh, okay. But it was really good.
I fell asleep, but just because I got too high, um, and it was it was late. <laughs> the ongoing issue, we right? Both but I, but the next day, I was like, I need to finish that movie, and I put it right back on. Um, okay, I'm gonna look this one up tonight. Actually, maybe after it. the pod. Yeah, I liked it. It was good. Let me know what you think. Mm. So that's it for our proper Rex. I do have a little story update from a previous story that I said probably two episodes ago. Mm-hmm. Which story? Yes, it's the story of the stripper in Colombia for the bachelorette party. Oh or my the God, bachelor party, it. not bachelorette, sorry, it was men. Bachelor party? Yeah. Yeah. So y'all know the whole question behind it was, is it cheating? Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Come to find out. This dumb ass bitch of a wife to be sent mm. him and paid for those strippers. I don't think she knew what was gonna go down. <laughs> I don't think she knew necessarily, but <laughs> it's Colombia, babe. Babe. <laughs> so she was involved in. She was involved. Uh, all this, and I'm like, what? You thought he was just gonna be in. slapping some ass on a boat <laughs> with some Colombian strippers? And I'm like, do you know men? Like men are not women. Women are. Did you get like, an update? Does she know about this? I don't know if she knows about this, but old dude was talking to one of the dude's girlfriends that was on the trip. So one of his best friends was on the trip or whatever, and his girlfriend was, like, calling yeah, and was, like, you know, asking him what was going on or whatever. And he was telling her some stuff, and she knew about some stuff. And then he brought up the strippers, and she was like, what? And he was like, oh. no, no. <laughs> it was just one, just a quick one. And she was asking him, like, why didn't you go? And he was like, no, no, no. I was like, oh, my God. So it wasn't a lie oh. that he didn't go. <laughs> he got caught red-handed. For real. For real. She's like, why I hope that girl know? never finds out. But they're breaking up anyway. Not the wife, but oh, okay. this other couple. <laughs> the other couple, yeah, that he was on the trip and she wasn't. I can't imagine what it would feel like to see that video of your husband licking a stripper's asshole mm-hmm. and knowing that you paid for this stripper. And knowing that you paid for it. Well, apparently she's mad ditzy is how Jit described her. Like, he said that she's mad ditzy, mad, like, kind of dumb, like, just oblivious to shit. No sé. Pero bless her heart. Bless her. Bless. I hope she never finds out. I mean. Stay ignorant, Maybe girl. she wouldn't even care, but, like, yeah, stay ignorant, girl. That What do we call them? squirrel brain yeah exactly that's what we call them we're not name calling like shout out to you i'm sure you're a great person but <laughs> you kind of dumb for that <laughs> she she didn't I, know see, what she was getting involved like, with i'll go to the strip club with my dude that's totally fine slaps an ass whatever licking ass that's licking a different ass story any sort of taking a shot from a bitch and you're my man you are claimed i am claimed and there's no claiming, you guys, don't come for me. Pero, <laughs> we're in a relationship. You're my papito, I'm your bebe, and what the fuck is that? Like, why are you fucking slurping some fucking alcohol out of a bitch's asshole? I would never, I would never, I would never. How would you feel if your boyfriend took a body shot? That's different, right? Am I there? Yeah. Did he ask? Yeah. Would you say yes? Why is you taking a <laughs> Why? Like, why do you need to do that? It's just like going with the fun. Okay, so He's I'm gonna not... go. Okay, so yeah, if you do that, I'm gonna go snore cocaine off of Jose. Is that okay? Yeah. All right. But you're just doing it off the stomach. All right, and then we're broken up. Is it? Girl, <laughs> I don't. I don't see that as like bad. I don't know. It depends. It's tough. Honestly, it's tough because it's like, why do you want to do it for for me in the way that I kind of know men, and I know you don't like me to generalize, but like. Men, if you give them a little, then they'll want a little bit more, and then they'll want a little bit more. So if you ask them for that, you're eventually going to ask me for a threesome, and then you're eventually going to ask me for something else. And it's like, 
why do you need to do that? Like, I just, I guess I would want to know why do you need to do that? Because I don't feel the need to take a body shot off of somebody or for somebody to take a body shot off of me. So why do you feel the need to do that? That's not me. Well, for me, it's not inherently sexual. It's just like, we're going crazy. Just like how I kiss my friends. But there's a sexual outline to it. I know we're going crazy and we're having fun, but with the sexual manner, we can have shots together. We can intertwine our hands, but taking a body shot off of my body, your lips on my body, there's no way that you could say that's not sexual. I don't see it as always sexual, honestly. I don't know. I feel like that's just like like body contact. I think it's a different perspective type thing. Because it's not like there's no clothing. No, I think that's like literally definition. Like the sensi- it's sensational, which it relates yeah. to pleasure, mm-hmm. which relates to... But so does kissing, and I don't see that as always being sexual. Like, I could see it as being friendly. Like, I'm not saying my man could go kiss other men, and I'd be say, like, yeah, go ahead. Okay, so what would but you I'm see saying, But I'm saying an example would be like me kissing my friends is not sexual, even That's if they're... That's completely different. If he wants to take a body shot off of his friend, I mean... I guess that's fine. Like, if his friend is, like, the bottle girl or whatever, I mean, I fucking guess. Like, I'm, again, I don't know why you're th- doing that. I guess it's, like, if I'm there, I'd be, like, why wouldn't you want to take one off of me? What's fun about taking it off of this random dirty bitch? <laughs> like, I don't she do call that. strippers dirty? <laughs> Shout out to the sex workers. <laughs> but <laughs> food for thought. Food for thought. Food for but thought. But there is different different perspectives on this for sure i want to know what you have to say but i'm gonna i'm gonna put a poll so you can answer mm-hmm. the third person this on this call <laughs> <laughs> this sunday <laughs> no i'll probably put it like today when it comes out or tomorrow because i truly do want to know if you don't see me putting it out please dm us because i want to know what you have to say but if mm-hmm. your man asked for a body shot it didn't even have to be booty hole would you let him not the booty hole. Not the booty hole. Just a body. <laughs> just off her tummy. Would you let her? Why is you licking off her tummy? No. <laughs> let us know. Let Keep us, us know. updated. Anyway. Moving on to move. the red. <laughs> move, bitch. Get out the way. I was thinking about move for like um a cow. Anyway, bitch, I'm a cow. Move. Shout oh, out to Doja. Anyway. Actually, unshout out to Doja. Yeah, I was going to say, you could shout her out. Yeah, but. fuck that, bitch. <clears throat> anyway. What do we got? Oh, the story. Or the our fucking rejection girl. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking about rejection today. We're talking y'all. about rejection today, you guys. The only reason we really want to talk about it is because it's been a significant topic between both of us and our lives and what we talk about outside of our three way calls with you. And mm. it's it's been such a heavy feeling, like receiving it feeling it being scared of it being scared of it and it's from all aspects within dating friendship uh work-wise just yes. we've i feel like we've both been feeling rejection kind of everywhere well I, I would say we're both like trying to heal ourselves to not be so scared of it or like let it control what we do in our lives right Reference back to episode 22 where we do dive into the fear of living and getting over that yeah it's getting over rejection a lot for sure So I recently was looking Mm. up just like a little bit more context and I found this, I guess, sensory disorder, which is RSD, rejection 
sensory disorder actually (laughs) is what it stands Mm -hmm. for and i think it's also linked to adhd which a lot of these sensory disorders are i personally was diagnosed with hsp which is highly sensitive person i got diagnosed through therapy because of the ptsd that i have endured and accumulated because of my childhood Mm -hmm. trauma and it's basically like obviously rejection is a heavy feeling but when you have a little bit of a sensory disorder it makes it even heavier to the point where you can't function which is something i've been relating to recently i feel like i can function because i'm also a highly functioning uh depressive person or uh, Mm. anxious person there's another sensory thing but nobody knows when i'm struggling and so with Mm. like the rejection it's like even if i'm like complaining to my friends or whatever i still am like struggling so much harder and reading about that i highly recommend if you relate to this at all to read a little bit more about rsd because it's i don't know it made me feel like okay maybe that's what like i'm not just a crazy obsessive bitch (laughs) did you see if that was like a a common thing that people are diagnosed with or struggle with sorry so really quick rsd is actually rejection sensitive dysphoria which i don't know do you know the definition of dysphoria is that like a dysfunction dysphoria is like perceiving something as not what it actually is got it and that makes sense so it's when you experience severe emotional pain because of a failure or feeling rejected this condition is linked to adhd and experts subject it happens due to differences in brain structure so you can actually feel physical pain from this which makes sense because yesterday i was having a literal panic attack but girl, don't go self-diagnosing. And that's also a note to anyone listening. You're, yeah, don't don't self-diagnose. Like, we're not professionals at all. We just want to make you feel related. Let me mm-hmm. see how common it is, though. So the only thing that I'm seeing is that it's a common but under-researched and often misunderstood symptom of ADHD, particularly in adults. Mm. I'm seeing it that it's technically not an officially recognized symptom or disease but it's something that they use to connect right. to other conditions which a lot of mental health disorders i feel like are under researched as we all know exactly. that's a topic for a different day they're all like umbrella terms right exactly um but it makes sense because i i was also reading that despite like if you do have love in your life you're still looking for ways of how you can identify rejection from somebody and Ooh. i've definitely related to that because it's like i've yeah. only been recognizing my rejections even if i have other things going for me like you know Mm -hmm. through everything through friends relationships employment like all of that it's like i'll have all of these other things that are yeses and then i'll get these no's and i'm like everything sucks and then i just or like people that love me i'll be like do they actually love me i don't think they love me i don't think they want to be with me i don't think they want like just finding rejection through everything and it's crazy when you're in this thought process you don't really recognize that you're reacting this way because of rejection right you just go into a fear state and you do everything to self-sabotage what you have because Mm -hmm. you think you're not deserving of it and it's gonna get taken away from you so you preemptively ruin it for yourself exactly and so this is your reminder to remember that rejection is just a form of projection from that other party Mm -hmm. rejection has nothing to do with you literally for an example of a job you don't get yeah. a job and it's because the job is looking for abc qualities and you offer efg qualities so yeah. they didn't give you the job they didn't give you the job because you didn't have abc they didn't give you the job because they're looking for abc 
So that's a yeah. projection at the end of the day. It has nothing to do with you lacking ABC because you have EFG. Exactly. And EFG could even be better than ABC. But being that they are looking for that thing and they made that decision, that's on them. Not because exactly. you're incompetent, but because that's what they wanted. And it had nothing to do with you. No, that's so true. And ever since we actually recorded the proper pickup lines episode, yeah. you've been pushing me unknowingly mm-hmm. to like... <laughs> To better myself at accepting rejection and quotes and not being afraid of it. And so I finally took that step this weekend at the rave that I was talking about. Mm -hmm. And I'm realizing that I need to start doing it more. Exposing myself to exactly. So I'm trying to do exposure therapy with myself and put myself in these situations where I'm crossing my own boundaries per se. Yeah, it's just comfortable with being uncomfortable. That's all it is. It's literally taking exactly. on that challenge voluntarily. Because we, have, we mm-hmm. have challenges that arise all the time, right? But doing it voluntarily yeah. is a different type of strength because you know that you're scared. But is that fear stopping you? No. Mm. We've talked about this so much. And now that yeah. I'm feeling so much rejection, it's like, girl... I mean, but it's fine. I'm not going to be hard on myself about it, but... But is rejection even real? No. Exactly. It's just a feeling that we make up it's in our heads. It's just a feeling that we make... That got nothing to do with us. If the dude that you wanted didn't want you back, that's because he's probably a pussy-ass old boy and you f- he found you to be intimidating in all realness. Or he maybe he... Mm-hmm. It, it had to do something lacking with him and his opinion about himself or her or whoever. You know, if a girl denied you... Whatever it is, if a friend denied you, if a friend group denied you, it's all from projection. And there's nothing wrong with that. We all deliver projection. Yeah. And to be honest, like that w- doesn't even matter. The storyline of why you didn't get what you wanted mm-hmm. has no matter in the situation at all because you're never going to find out why it happened. Mm-hmm. You're never going to completely understand the whole situation. So why even think about it nothing matters which is a form of coping like accepting it accepting that that was their answer and then also accepting that it's projection and in that it's okay to feel rejection like we're not here to minimize that fucking pit in your stomach that you feel when you feel rejection absolutely we all relate Mm -hmm. to it i i've been feeling it consistently every day for a little too long recently (laughs) you know and so it's exhausting and you have to get to a point, yeah. speaking for myself, I'm literally speaking to myself right now and to you, but you have to get to a point of realizing the truth, which is I got nothing to do mm-hmm. with you. That has nothing to do with you. No, exactly. You are an amazing person. As long as you listen to proper, you know that you're an amazing person because that's our ethics. Mm-hmm. And yep. you are listening to a podcast that has to do with self-development and you probably do other tools within self-development, which makes you a great person. And so you just have to recognize mm. and realize that the universe or God, whoever it is that you believe in, is making room for other opportunities. Every time you get a no, mm-hmm. that's God saving you yeah, from that. Exactly. Because you never know what's going to happen after. You, re- you don't know Think what doors that. are going to open after. And that's another form of coping for rejection is flipping that mindset and remembering the positives. Because like we said, it's like when you feel rejection, yeah. you just recognize all those feelings and all those neural pathways that have made you feel rejection. And you forget that it could actually be a good thing. Like a job you didn't get. Yeah. If you got that job that you weren't supposed to get, then that blocks you from the job that could have came after. And another way to help yourself like move forward is to think of everything as a learning lesson. I always say this. Every experience that you have teaches you something for the next Absolutely. one. But I have like a, a little bit of an example of like how I've been bettering myself with rejection mm-hmm. and dealing with mm-hmm. it. 
I have a friendship where I would deal with jealousy within myself. Right. If maybe I see him hanging out with somebody too long and I would take it as like, he's going to leave me. Like I feel right. like that just feel rejection. feeling of rejection. And it's crazy how rejection works in that way, right? It's like mm. such a small action and you just make up all the, just like how you said, it isn't real. You make up all this shit in your head yep. of like, well, they don't want to hang out with me because they're hanging out with this person too long. And they never want they actually never wanted to hang out with me. And then you start thinking of all those times of, <laughs> probably when they rejected you quote unquote yeah they didn't but it changes my whole mindset of like how i think about this person right. and it's like just take a deep breath before when i would deal with that issue mm-hmm. it would take me a day two days three days weeks. sometimes <laughs> if maybe sometimes yeah, yeah even weeks to get over it and to like really just let it go mm-hmm. like it's not true mm-hmm. but i had this situation happen recently mm-hmm. And I got myself out of it within half a day. And I was like, wow. Thank God. And you was acting crazy. I was crazy. You guys, Y'all, Mike wrote a letter. Was... <laughs> Bro, I did a You lot. know it's bad. You know it's bad when you start writing in a letter. You know it's The bad. thing is, I completed everything I was planned to do to like Reject him. separate myself. Reject him back. To show that I don't need mm-hmm. this person. Right. And completely took it back. I was like, oh, bitch, let me stop being crazy. <laughs> My God! She took that letter like, back. She took all those. She said, "Love oh, me, fucking." I, I took everything back. Literally. Yeah. But that's it's crazy what you do. It's like when you feel rejection, you instantly go into fight or flight. That I yes. think that's the thing that we have to recognize is that there's multiple feelings of embarrassment, right? But rejection is so particular because it instantly puts you in that mode of survival. Yeah. Because it makes you so scared. Because rejection Mm -hmm. instantly instills this fear that you are unworthy of something or that you're the problem or that you could have done this, this, and this to not get rejected in that moment, which is a lie because rejection is a projection. Would you say that imposter syndrome and rejection are linked? Because now I'm thinking about this a little bit because you feel like you're not worthy of where you are or what you Mm -hmm. have. So you feel that rejection, so you push it away. I think imposter syndrome is a form of self-sabotage through the feeling of rejection it's because like you know Mm. if we're talking about imposter syndrome with career for example like me as an influencer if i'm getting no's from brands that i'm pitching then imposter syndrome and and self-sabotage could lead to me no longer applying and no longer reaching out to brands and no longer posting videos like that you know or if somebody comments on my shit and doesn't like my shit which if you're listening and that's one of you I just want you to know that I love you. <laughs> and the haters finna hate and the haters keep me going. Pero I could easily go into imposter syndrome and feel unworthy and feel like, you know what, I'm not even gonna, you know, put, nobody wants to see these videos anyway. So let me not even post that, mm-hmm. which is a lie. It's a lie. Yeah, exactly. It's us making that shit up out of fear because one person said that and then we feel like everybody mm-hmm. fucking feels that. And that's yeah. not true. But don't make up stories for other people. Mm. Like I said. Because then don't... You're, the rejection you feel turns into projection to everyone else. So it's just a projection yeah. a projection um, ladder, a fucking domino effect of everybody projecting everything Ooh. on everybody else. Pussies. Project on a project on a, a project. And everybody's fucking ejaculating projection on everybody. <laughs> she always got to make this it sexual. Sex podcast. <laughs> This is a sex podcast. I'm sorry. Um, oh, love it. No, but yeah. So give yourself the motivation you need because not every day is going to come with motivation. Right. Motivation is just a feeling that you can control. If you don't feel it, 
don't wait for it and be like oh i don't feel motivated in this moment you're gonna keep waiting Mm -hmm. if you feel like that you gotta make it up make it up be delusional what we said about being delulu do it start today start now sign up today (laughs) sign up to delulu university right now so right now you who are listening if you feel rejection and if you've been feeling rejection take a deep breath with us right now and when you let that breath out let all of that fear that you have behind rejection let it fucking out so breathe in all that rejection all the way yep. in. bring that and then let that shit out sigh it out wow fuck you rejection ah inhale the good shit yeah. exhale the bad exactly shit. bad energy please leave it all anybody who is listening in the head tops please let them feel peace and love today please let th- claim this energy now you are leave surrounded five by stars light. to claim this energy <laughs> hypnotization <laughs> You love I want proper, proper to win. I want proper to be the number one podcast in America. Um, no, on some real shit though. Let that shit go. Yesterday, I w- you know what? I should have made this my high. Oh my god, I totally forgot about this. I don't know why I didn't write it down. I know why I didn't write it down because I was having a panic attack. Anyway, I went on my roof not to jump. Almost kidding. Mm. <laughs> Sorry. Bungee jump. Mm, bungee jump. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I was like, you know what, Lex? Go on your roof. You haven't been on your roof yet. And that's a New York thing. Girl, I went up there. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. The views were phenomenal. Amazing. And Ooh. I sat down and I was like, fucking, when you go downstairs, you're leaving all of that rejectionness feelings, all of those negative feelings. You're leaving that shit up here and you're letting it fucking flow out. Mm. Let that shit go. And yep. it has been trying to come up, but I've been just remembering that I'm leaving it up on the roof. Mm-hmm. It's just so crazy how heavily you could feel that shit. Just catch yourself when you're thinking about it because I know it's hard when your mind is spiraling. And don't beat yourself Catch up. yourself. Yeah. Exactly. And tell yourself, this is not true. Mm-hmm. Let me take a deep breath. Let me think about it a little bit. Think a little clearly. Mm-hmm. Maybe meditate a little bit. That calms me mm-hmm. down personally. Take a walk like Lex. Yep. And just think a little bit clearly. Do something to e- expel that energy. I have another wreck actually with that. I went to Envision Fest and I was able to see one of our good friends because she loves you too, even though y'all haven't met in person. Mm-hmm. Priscilla, she was representing Rare Beauty at this festival and she did a panel, um, essentially all self-love. And a tip that I got from her that I literally just thought of, she said, write a list down of things that you like about yourself, physically, Ooh. emotionally, all of that. Have that list ready yeah. for when you feel bad about yourself. So when you feel rejected, uh, that mm. list that Mike just said, pull up that list and be like, wait, I do have a fat ass. Wait, I did <laughs> graduate. I do have a master's degree. I do have a seamless I do seat. have a fucking Barbie, but, and I'm bad like a Barbie. You know? <laughs> I love when you say it. I'm bad like a Barbie. <laughs> you do love when I say it. Like, it gives you so much joy. But I thought about that. I haven't started the list yet, but let's all start it together on this call right now because mm-hmm. i'm like it's so true like you you can easily forget that's the thing about rejection it's so strong but so nothing it's mm-hmm. has no matter to it but it's such a strong yeah. force which is crazy but letting pe- other people guide your emotions is also in general. crazy yeah it is and we all do and we it. all do it so and we all do it. but on that mm-hmm. note 
and we bat like a Barbie. <clears throat> so remember that. <laughs> <laughs> remember that, and remember to leave us a five star review at checkout. <laughs> <laughs> at checkout, girl. <laughs> we often have seamless pussies. Yeah, this one, so. we have seamless pussies, and we finna have our everything filled with meat, girl. We've been mm, every hole. Every hole. If you've been suddenly like us. Every home is going to be filled with our partners. So Soon I feel I'm not going to be. Go there. ahead and shop our links in the description. We hope that you enjoyed this week's episode. We loved talking to you today. And mm-hmm. you can follow us at The Proper Podcast on Instagram, at Proper Podcast on TikTok. You can follow me at Thank You Lex on Instagram and TikTok. And you can follow Mike at Mike Kandoff. Yeah. And we love you. Salutations, you guys. Claim this seamless pussy today. And if you feel that rejection, girl, what did we say? Let that shit go. Let it go. Let it go. Go, 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 be I was born by the river. I was shaking that ass. I was shaking that ass. Bending over popping pussy. I was making a cash. I was born by the river. River. I was born by the (laughs) 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 The real ones know what fucking vibe we talking about. Alright, on that note, we out. Bye.